What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode seven of the Tongues Out Hockey Show, and I'm your lovely, handsome host, Tyler Briggs. There is a ton to talk about. It's supposed to be the off season, um, but it just so happens that the week after free agency is the probably the busiest, most exciting time of year for hockey fans like us. Uh, I've heard people refer to it as Christmas. It is pretty much like Christmas. I unfortunately was out at the cabin. I shouldn't say unfortunately, but I was at the cabin, didn't have any cell service, didn't have a chance to check in on free agent frenzy, and I just so happened to get enough service to hear about the biggest signing of the day, which I'm sure you guys all know his name rhymes with, Shman Shmeris. Uh, but anyways, we've got a lot to get to today, so I don't want to drag this on too long. We've got a very special guest who's sitting across from me, and we're going to uh, introduce him in just a short couple moment, moments, but I hope everybody had a awesome Canada Day. I hope everybody had a great Independence Day. Um, I know P.K. Subban appeared to have a pretty good Independence Day. I don't know if you guys saw the picture of him in the bodysuit, but he strategically had his hands placed somewhere because I have a feeling something or a couple things were hanging out there. Uh, <laughs> I think his caption was, who wore it better? And it was a picture of him and his girlfriend, Lindsay Vaughn, and I think we all know the answer to that. But uh, a few other things. We're going to obviously touch on free agency. We're going to talk about some big contracts that were signed, a couple of wicked trades that went down. Um, Eric Carlson, you can't get his name out of the news, so we're going to touch a little bit on that. So this is going to be a jam-packed episode. I'm really excited to uh, introduce my next guest, so we'll get to that in just a couple short seconds. This interview is brought to you by nobody, unfortunately, because I'm doing this by myself in my basement, and I'm currently looking for sponsors. Not really, but we're going to continue doing this for fun. We're going to do things a little differently. I'm going to bring in... Not only am I going to bring in a special guest, but I'm going to bring in a special announcer to introduce our guest. You guys may recognize this man from CBC. Thanks a lot, Tyler. I, I guess I'm going to have to do this here. So, Tongues Out is honored to have on arguably our most handsome guest so far. No offense to the past guest. He just has good genes, ladies. Love him for sure. On the ice, you can toss a stick in his hand or give him a broom and a slider. He can do it all, oh baby. He's like a Swiss Army knife, a lifelong Red Wing fan. Some people say he is the Tommy Holmstrom of his generation. 96 in red and white would be proud to know, no doubt about it, folks. While he may lack elite skill, he makes up for it with heart. He sure is a dandy. We are going to raise our moose heads here and cheers my lifelong super pest of a cousin. Can you believe it? Derek Buzzbomb Blanchard is here. Welcome to the podcast, Derek Blanchard. How are you doing? Uh, thank you for that lovely intro. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> that, was, that was a little <laughs> over the top. I don't know exactly how Bob Cole got in the room, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's an honor to be surrounded by legends today. So uh, before we kind of jump into free agency, we're going to do that together here, uh, which is uh, first for the podcast. So I'm excited for that. We obviously got to get uh, the listeners familiar with who you are and what you're all about. So, a couple of questions to ask you. You're a hockey guy, but you also took your curling career as far, far as you could, playing some of the best talent here in the province, following in the footsteps of our grandpa, your dad, and, of course, your pesky sister. The Blanchards have dominated a Cinnaboy Memorial Curling Club for years, and you even patrol the soccer field in your spare time. What is it like being a multi-sport wizard? Because I cannot say the same about myself. I, I wish I was better at hockey, to be honest, being <laughs> on this show, but, uh, you know, I'll take what I can get, and uh, thanks for getting me into curling, Dad, that's all I say. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, hey, it definitely turned yeah. out pretty good. Um, so you say you wish you were a little bit better of a hockey player. I've, I've played with you. I've never played against you, which uh, is probably a good thing. But uh, <laughs> for the people that don't know, can you describe yourself as a hockey player without using the words Tommy or Holmstrom? <laughs> Well, <laughs> definitely not the most skilled. Got a lot of heart. I block shots. You know, I'll back check. Two way four, I'd say. Bit of a almost a, almost a throwback. You know, those players yeah. are kind of extinct. Not exactly in the beer leagues, but yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is what we were talking about upstairs when when, uh, when we were with the with everybody up there. But uh, so I was at the neighbors the other day, and they told me that they actually taught you and your sister back in your Bruce Middle School glory days. So 
Mr. Weber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So you know his name. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he, he actually referred to you as a super, super smart kid, like super bright kid, but you know, a bit of a pest, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, everybody is in middle school, right? Okay. So that's also how I described you in the intro and I'm sure your sister would say the same. Uh, does that mentality translate onto the ice or the field? Um, I would say yes. Uh, probably a little bit more in classier way. Like you said, I'm not uh, Brad Marshalland. I'm mm. not. I'm not licking people, but uh, <laughs> I tend to do things that can fly under the radar that might uh, drive people a little nuts. Nice. I, I like that. I like that. Going a little, a little hard in the corners with the shoulder pads yeah. on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so we'll obviously touch on this guy in a little bit, uh, John Tavares. We discussed this briefly, and I, I, I believe you told me that him signing in Toronto made you sick. Correct, yeah. Pardon me. Um, it's got to be the result of growing up in a household with two other Leaf fans. That's a pretty tough upbringing to battle through. What was that like? I'm just glad I didn't fall suit. Uh, I went my own direction, and uh, as I grew older, I, I definitely think I made the right choice there. Uh, uh, they're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Super annoying. You even went to the Winter Classic with your dad. Oh, yeah. Didn't Bozak score the, the shootout winner? Uh, yeah, that was unfortunate. Being around that many happy people in blue jerseys. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't get happy very often. I mean, they've got a reason yeah. to be happy after July 1st, but, uh, yeah, it must have been tough. That's a lot of people. What was that like? Like, 100,000 people at the big house, man. What was that uh, like? Unreal. Yeah. I mean, the snow coming down and everything. Like, yeah. they had to shovel every whistle kind of thing. I, it was kind of like the Winter Classic... Uh, not the Winter Classic, but the uh, outdoor game in the World Juniors this year. I don't know if you oh, remember. Oh, yeah, 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 in Buffalo. USA, Canada, it was just yeah. insane. But it was the same thing there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably the best hockey game, or best experience I've had at a hockey game. That's, that's awesome. I beat that. <laughs> I'm going to the the Heritage Classic. Did you go to that one too? The one that uh, was here? Yes, yes. Yeah, and that one was, I remember being so excited to go, and like we didn't have the snow setting because it was in, was it October? Yeah, it was uh, delayed because of the sun. Or yeah, right? it was a, it, yeah. yeah, they delayed it because it was too nice. And that was, yeah. oh man, that was such a, that was, su- the the Legends game was really good. I remember having a blast at that one. But then when they delayed that game, and I remember I drove there, so I wasn't drinking. Yeah. And I was with Don. And I remember just like waiting in the lobby and like drunk people everywhere. And oh, I yeah. like, I was hungry, I was thirsty, and there's just lines everywhere. They're running out of food and shit. Um, IG Field isn't meant for that many people. Should, no, definitely maybe, not. Maybe get a better sponsor or something. For yeah, that I, place. Should, I should probably figure that figure that <laughs> shit out. Um, I kind of got a little off topic there. I wasn't even going to ask you about that. But, okay. Um, so here's the situation. We know you're a Red Wings fan. Yes. And I can appreciate that because I'm a Devils fan first. I'll go. I'll go to go to Jets games. Always wear my Devils jersey. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you're wearing your red. Your Darren Helm. Yeah, haven't uh, haven't missed a Red Wings game in mm-hmm. Winnipeg yet. Always wearing the red and white. Have you been to all of them so far? Yes. Did you know they're the only, or not the only team? They're one of I think three teams I haven't seen yet. No way. Yeah, I haven't actually seen the Red Wings live yet. I haven't seen them, and I haven't seen Montreal, and I want to say, oh, there's one more. It's like some team that I probably should have seen by now. Oh, well, uh, the Canucks. I haven't seen okay. the Canucks either. So Guess we're going on a date this year, then. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, I got season tickets, so I'll shoot. I always shoot for those teams that I haven't seen yet, and I always seem to get the same old freaking, same old teams going to the same old games. Blackhawks. Like you, you wouldn't think you get tired of watching the Blackhawks, but like I'm fucking tired of seeing the Blackhawks mm-hmm. play. Uh, okay, so back to the Red Wings thing. So Stanley Cup Final, two thousand twenty-five. Jets versus Red Wings, and the Jets lead the series 3-2 here in Winnipeg. The game is in OT, and Philip Zadina has a breakaway! <laughs> It'll be absolutely amazing if Bob Cole's still calling games in 2025. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you hoping he scores to send it back to Detroit for Game 7, or are you cheering for the Jets to win the Cup? No chance I'm cheering for the Jets. It's uh, yeah, I'll love be it. going crazy love for Zadina. I'll be wearing my red and white jersey. I love that. I, and I know you've said in past episodes that, uh, you know, you'd be scared of your life, but I don't even care. Kill me. I'm wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, yeah. I love that so much because I would be, I'd be, and I'm a pretty proud Devils fan. I'd be super torn. I remember, I think I talked about in the last episode, but, like, Timmy just wore his Vegas Marc-Andre Fleury oh, yeah, jersey. Oh, yeah, not even a Vegas yeah. guy. But, like, yeah. just not giving a shit, just wearing his Vegas jersey. And I was just like, man, I don't know if I could do that. But, like, I guess I wouldn't know. 
until, until the situation, be in the situation. I was actually asking a guy about that with Toronto because after they signed Tavares, he was like, Kurt Dog was like, he's like, yeah, like there's a pretty good chance we could see a Stanley Cup final of like Toronto and, oh, and Winnipeg, right? Like, what would you do? The thing is, those teams, you wouldn't be the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if true, right? Even even the Red Wings, man. Yeah, like, I haven't been to a Red Wings game yet but like i can imagine like yeah. there's lots of red they have a good following yeah sure. everybody's dad is in a red wings jersey and then there's you <laughs> so uh kind of touching on the red wings a little bit more they're in a team of need like they need they need a lot like kenny holland's magic cool. wand has kind of run out they're kind of been they've kind of been handcuffed by some pretty big contracts um i would say that they them them and the islanders probably won the draft this year Absolutely. Yeah, so the Red Wings kind of, like, they. I heard it described today that they didn't really even need to draft. Like, they probably could have just set their auto-draft to, like, best player available because that's kind of what they got when Zadina fell sixth. And then, uh, is it Valeno or Valeno? Valeno, yeah. Yeah, and then he fell to 30th. What were you thinking, especially as Zadina slept? Because he's billed as a pretty good prospect. To be honest with you, I'm not used to the Red Wings having the high picks, so in past years I haven't really followed the draft leading up and whatnot, but obviously the last two years they've been in the top ten. I've been looking at prospects more. And so this year I was focusing mainly on their defense because I was thinking that would be the direction they'd go. Yeah, for sure. After the top kind of four, it was all D prospects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of D that went in the top 15. Yeah, that idiot Bergeron got up there, screwed up the whole draft. (laughs) uh, Yeah, oh my god. I... Once Zadina was there, I was I was more nervous than anything. I was just really wanting like, Ken Holm to pick him. Like they're not gonna screw this up, are yeah. they? Yeah, and then they pick him. Uh, I'm looking at social media that night, and the yeah. kids. Uh, I just love his attitude. The whole like, oh, I'm gonna fill Ottawa and Montreal's pucks or yeah, nets with pucks. Nets with pucks, yeah. So that I think that's absolutely what Detroit needs. I know yeah. like. Pierre Maguire, Ray Ferrero at the juniors were just raving about this kid. Like, yeah. he can score. Well, who was he playing with? Was it, I can't remember the guy's name. He plays for Carolina. It's like ne- Nes- Nesast or Nekas? Oh, Nekash? Yeah. Nekas. Nekas, yeah. yeah. Martin Nekas. Yeah. And, I can never remember how to say his name. Yeah, but he's he's off to flying start in Detroit. I, yeah. You know, I followed their development camp a little bit. He's he scored the game winner there in their scrimmage or whatever. Oh, really? There's, he's had highlights at development camp, so I think he's, he's right on track. So it's not a stretch that will be in the cup final in uh, yeah. eight years against the Jets. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so kind of staying on the to- topic of prospects, uh, with your job, I know that you do a lot of traveling, and you've had the opportunity to travel quite a I bit. Do. I do. And... I know just from like being in group conversations with you and Timmy and stuff like that. I feel like I mentioned Timmy in every single episode, and it's almost a crime it's that, hard not, not to. that he's not Hockey. here. But uh, yeah, I know you had the chance to take in or scout a couple of OHL games this year. Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, Peterborough. Been, I've been to Peterborough, uh, Barry. Yeah, London. Uh, no, not no. London. Actually, I think that's it. That's about it. Yeah. So, multiple games. Like saw a couple. Yeah, I saw a Peterborough, or both games I went to were actually playoff games. I saw yeah. Peterborough play Mississauga. Oh, yeah. And then I saw Barry play Mississauga. So, saw Mississauga oh. twice. Saw a little bit of Mississauga. So, yeah. uh, I guess that's good enough to call you the Tongues Out Director of Scouting. Yeah, I've also right. I've been to the Sioux St. Marie when they were in the playoffs, but they're on the road. So, I watched a game kind of oh, okay. at that, yeah. that local bar there with some fans. Same thing with uh, Hamilton. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So now that you are the official uh, director of scouting of Tongues Out, can you tell me a little bit about any players that caught your eye, or like, yeah, or were you actually, just uh, deep in the beers? One, <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> I, this one, guy's amazing. One, one guy that went in the draft this year, um, he was actually projected first round, ended up slipping in the second. Is uh, Ryan McLeod, uh, brothers of Michael? Oh yeah, 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 on the yeah. Devils, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. his oh, brother got drafted yeah. the Oilers. 40th, I think, second round. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, he looked really good there. Nice. Um, and then Owen Tippett, I saw him in his draft year. Oh, yeah, yeah, I that's was right. Actually, I was sitting right behind the... Uh, He's a sniper, isn't he? Yeah, I was sitting right behind the glass, yeah. uh, behind the net, and in warm-ups, like, they come out and they start firing pucks, and I was flinching, because yeah. this guy could just... I couldn't believe how hard they were shooting. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, I'd say those two stuck out the most. A couple years ago... I went. I drove up for a playoff game to watch the Wee Kings. They were playing uh, 
Oh, pardon me. Yeah, the beers are going down, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they were playing. They were playing Moose Jaw, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what round of the playoffs were, but Jet Wu, the Winnipeg kid, he was he oh, was yeah. drafted this year. Uh, Vancouver drafted Vancouver, him second yeah. round. Anyways, he was playing as like a sixteen year old, and he looked pretty good. But anyways, um, Braden Point, I want to say, was on Moose Jaw, okay, and was just running around like, just looked like a guy that. Didn't need to play any junior anymore. And another guy was Ivan Provorov. Oh, yeah. I saw him, too. He, like, you could tell, like, just from watching him, like, he was just, like, another, like, on another level from the other prospects. It was, Absolutely. it was, it was crazy. Provorov, uh, Nolan Patrick, of course, and, yeah, a couple Flyers prospects, which I, you know, <laughs> I don't really want to too much about. But, uh, yeah, so kind of, kind of dipping back to the Red Wings yeah. conversation here. Red Wings of the 90s and 2000s. Uh, those are some pretty good times. A couple <laughs> cups, some good teams. Absolutely. Some amazing players ro- ro- rolled through town. I remember watching, uh, I think it was the last regular season game at the Winnipeg Arena. Like, I was watching on NHL Network a little while ago, and they had, it was the Red Wings were playing the Jets. And so the Russian five were on the ice, and it oh, was yeah. like Kozlov and Fedorov and Larionov, Larionov Konstantinov, and Fatisov. Yeah. Is that the five? Yeah. Yeah. And so they were like, man, I'd never seen anything. Like, because we were so young, we kind of missed out on that, right? Mm-hmm. And so watching a live game with those guys, like, man, they were they were so, they were just, they were in another league. It was, it was oh, so they cool Oh, they had to watch. those guys reunite uh, for the alumni game at yes. the Winter Classic. And uh, obviously, Konstantinov wasn't playing. But, yes, uh, yeah. The, just the three forwards they're played, and it was like, they could still play now. Yeah. <laughs> they're just machines. That's amazing. That's, uh, Maybe they'll be on your list here. That's kind of what I'm going to get at. So I want you to give me your all-star lineup. And we're not going to... The Red Wings always have a rich history, so we're not going to dive too far into it. So just of the 90s and the 2000s, give me your all-star lineup of a goalie, two D-men, and three forwards. They could be all centers if you want. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. Uh, well, goalie, I'll start there. going to go Chris Osgood. Yeah. He wasn't the most talented Red Wings goalie, but probably mm-hmm. the most successful. Great helmet. Um, Great bucket. I mean, for skaters, if I could say Steve Eiserman five times, I would yeah. have five of them run around. But uh, so yeah, I'll go. I'll start it with the forwards there. Center Steve Eiserman. Uh, Bob Cole would like no to brainer. add. Bob Cole would like to add. Eiserman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, the heart and soul of the Red Wings. Um, I'm gonna go Fedorov as well. Yeah, I think I probably uh, would too. My gut wants to tell me Shanahan, but now that he's yeah. on the lease, I can't. I don't like him. It's all his fault. Bad. It's all his fault. Uh, so, you know, I mean, Datsuk Zetterberg, it's yeah. it's toss-up. I, I love that team when they had, like, Robitaille and Hall, but those guys aren't career oh, yeah. things or anything like that. The so. Absolute legends, yeah. You know what? Maybe just we already got enough skill with Fedorov and Eisner, and we all throw Tommy Holmes from mm-hmm. out there, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I like that, I like that ad. And D, we got to go yeah. uh, Nick Lidstrom. That's you have to. Obvious. Yeah. Um, I mean... His all his pairing back in the day was uh, Larry Murphy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Murphy was kind of he was he'd one be of those. Up there, guys. But I think I'm gonna go Chris Chelios. Nice pick instead of Murphy. So yeah, man, that was he's yeah. another guy that you could probably pick him on like the Chicago All Star yeah. team, even Montreal like before yeah. our time. And actually, one more I want to mention. I actually, just read his book is Bob Probert. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he'd be the guy hopping the bench if any yeah. any trouble started. So. I love reading. Uh, I remember I was reading. Derek Bugard's book a little while ago and uh they talked they talked a lot about different enforcers that had passed away or from for whatever for whatever reason like they talked about a ton of enforcers and just kind of talking about the job that they used to do and I don't think there's a like of the guys that played in that era I don't think there was a single guy that didn't say Bob Probert was the scariest badass mofo on the ice <laughs> like nobody wanted anything to do with that guy he was just a psycho uh, his book is insane but yeah. that's a story for another day definitely uh I, I was pretty excited to ask you about that but so i gotta i gotta give you my new jersey devils all-time lineup okay so we're gonna we're gonna start from the net out just as lou lamorello did when he drafted yeah. marty broder 20th overall in 1990 he's a pretty good goalie might have heard of him <laughs> so marty broder obviously uh, the D pairing, Scott ne- Scott Niedermeyer and Scott Stevens. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Those two were. Uh, I I can't even like. There's nobody else that I could come close to picking. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, Patrick Eliash. Oh yeah. 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 
he was kind of uh, if Ken Danico wasn't Mr. Devil, uh, Patrick Elias would be Mr. Devil. Probably Patrick Elias probably would have had fifteen hundred points if he played on another team. Mm-hmm. He was just such a he was so good in both ends. Uh, probably one of my favorite players of all time, Scotty Gomez. Yeah, gotta go with from Alaska. Yeah, from Alaska. So it would have been like ninety nine when the World Juniors were here, and I remember for Christmas. I actually just remember this now. So I remember for Christmas, I want to say your dad got got me tickets to the world juniors uh, okay and so i i can't remember if you guys were there or not yeah, i feel like I, you were yeah but the usa was playing finland yeah i remember that yeah, yeah and i remember yeah. the only player i knew was scott gomez the uh the Sedin twins were in that one for sweden yeah and i think luongo was canada's goalie in that world juniors yes he was yeah. um kind of kind of off topic but i remember Sorry. hearing on <laughs> no i remember hearing on a some podcast that Maybe it was just on TSN radio, but I remember hearing on, on the radio that um, that was the Sedin's first time playing in North America, okay. like in a major tournament. Yeah. And the first game that they played, like no no shit, no joke, was in Toulon. Oh, jeez. was in Toulon, Manitoba. So the good locals of Toulon got the first look at the Sedin's <laughs> before anybody else did. So shout out to Toulon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Gomer was, he was the only guy that I recognized. Um when we were watching that game and I think he won the Calder trophy the year after. So Gomez was good in my books until yeah. he left for the goddamn Rangers. <laughs> uh, and then of course, uh big Kovalchuk fan. Yeah. I love Kobe. Another guy that yeah. left New Jersey for, you know, another guy too. I think he also went Jersey to Rangers. Bobby Holy. Yeah. 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 A couple guys have done that now. I don't yeah. know why they do that. I was kind of hoping Tavares would do like the reverse and go from the <laughs> Islanders to the devils. Yeah. You would have fit in fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that does it for, for that. Okay. We're going to end this interview with a little trivia, and then we'll obviously skip to the next segment because we got a lot to get to here with free agency yes. and stuff. We've, yeah. we've spent a lot of time here. So trivia. I'm going to ask you three hard-hitting questions. They're not going to be that hard. Okay. I, uh, like I told Cody, no pressure. You'll, you'll, you'll probably get them all. Hey, buddy. That was uh, that was my son there at the top of the stairs. He's going outside. He's excited. So, anyways, back to the trivia here, and the question is: I won a Stanley Cup with New Jersey in two thousand and two thousand three, and then another with Detroit in two thousand eight. Who am I? He, oh, it'd be Brian Rafalski. Yes. Yeah. So the hint was I'm an American defenseman who went undrafted. Okay. So you nailed that one. I figured yeah. you would get that one. Yeah. Okay. So. After the next question, after Claude Lemieux cross-checked Chris Draper from behind in the famous '96 playoff series between the Avs and the Red Wings, which Red Wing? Darren McCarty. S- no, which Red Wing said, "I can't believe I shook that freaking guy's hand after the game." That oh, is pisses that, me uh, right off. Was it Dino Cicerelli? Yep. Yeah. 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 You're right. Nice. I, I was hoping you get that. I just love that quote. I can't believe yeah. I shook that freaking guy's <laughs> hand. He's so pissed. <laughs> Okay, two for two. That was pretty easy. And then uh, for the last question here, 97, 98, 2002, 2008. Pretty, pretty significant years. Mm-hmm. Red Wings obviously won the, cup, won the Cup in all those four seasons. Who were the four teams that lost to the Red Wings in those Cup Finals? Uh, Starting with 97. Going Philadelphia, yeah. Washington, Carolina, Pittsburgh. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. So... That's it for the trivia. You scored perfect. So yeah, know, those are uh, they weren't no too brainers. bad. So here's here's one. I was gonna I'm gonna dive a little back into history here. Have you ever heard of the name Tony Leswick? No. <laughs> okay, so Tony Leswick played. I I don't have it in front of me here, but Tony Leswick played for the Red Wings in like the '40s. And I remember looking this up one time at work. We were trying to talk. We it was a couple years ago. I think we were coming up on a game seven in a Cup final or something like that, and we were like. When was the last time an overtime goal was scored in Game 7 of the Cup Finals? And it was like 1945, maybe? Okay. I hope I'm not wrong, but whatever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It was in the 40s. So, only two guys have ever done it, and they both played for the Red Wings. Really? Yeah. And Tony Leswick was the last one to do it. And this was in like 1945-ish. And the only reason I brought his name up was because I was reading the hockey news the other day, and they were talking about like the best pests of all time and i was like oh perfect derek <laughs> a lifelong pest i'm like i better give him a little lesson about tony leswick here so so yeah that's uh there's a little little uh, lesson for you there and uh yeah 
thanks for uh thanks for jumping in here for the interview it was a lot of fun absolutely anytime and we got a lot to get to here uh lots of free agency to talk about can't wait to get into that next for our next segment here we're going to turn the tables to my man derek here and talk a little bit about his red wings and i think there's no better way to kick this segment off than to touch on another guy with a great name tyler bertuzzi and he's going to explain to you why we're talking about tyler bertuzzi the significance of it yeah, well, we have Tyler up here as uh, the picture for this episode, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. One hell of a player. He's just kind of scratching the surface uh, with the Red Wings, I think. But, Todd's, uh, Todd's nephew, nephew, right? Nephew, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the reason why we have him in, the, in the, the picture there is his style. As you yeah, can see, yeah, he's yeah. a full supporter of the Tongues Out. Yeah, and for those of you guys that don't know what Tongues Out is, I've already explained it once. This is the last time I'm going to explain it again. It's when you look super sweet, you take your big floppy tongues on your skate, and you take them out of your shin pads and you flop them right out. Yeah. And it just it just looks great. And literally when Tyler Bertuzzi scores, he sticks his tongue out. Does he really? <laughs> yeah, he does. Seriously. <laughs> he's full on tongues out. Oh, he's full on tongues out. Literally and skate-wise. He doesn't know it, but he's yeah. a total friend of the show. But, uh, yeah, I'll just tell you a little bit about him. Currently my favorite Red Wing. Really? By far, yeah. What number is he wear? Uh, 59. 59. Um, so, yeah, he's from Sudbury, Ontario. Yeah. 23 years old. Yeah, yeah. He was a second-round draft pick in 2013. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, he... Uh, Last year, he won the Calder Cup, obviously, with the Griffins. Yep. And he got, I think it's called the Jack Butterfield. Which yes, is the, that's a playoff uh, MVP, MVP, isn't it? MVP, yeah. yeah. So he got that. the MVP. Yeah. Um, I remember in your past episode after Washington won the Cup, you talked a little bit about Ovechkin and his celebrations. Yes, I did. So I'm, I'm, Before you touch on that, I'm happy to hear that yeah. you listen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a, I've listened to every single episode. <laughs> You're the man. Okay, anyways. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> He talked about his celebrations and how documented it was. You know, he just basically got drunk for a month. Uh, so Tyler Bertuzzi, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, exact same thing. Like he's the night out, he's got, you know, like beer all over his shirt. He's on. He's like standing on a bar top drinking oh on the cup. God. It was awesome. What a guy. Uh, so, yeah, it's just his play is awesome. Like I said, he kind of reminds me of me, a bit of a pest out there. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. Energy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, playoff player like he's if you look at his stats and past playoffs i don't have any on me but in the like, ahl right yeah or AHL ohl too right OHL i've well. heard he's pretty clutch clutch playoff guy uh this year he came in it was kind of his first kind of shot with the wings yeah. and i remember there was this one game where he just made the super composed play in his own end like held on to the puck and had this huge stretch pass to Athanasio. like it was the highlight of the game oh my god uh, breakaway goal Athanasio right? had his rocket boosters on yeah, so that that's actually the celebration I can think of. He just skates all the way down the ice with his tongue out. <laughs> anyway, after after <laughs> I the, can't believe that after the game, they're uh, interviewing Jimmy Howard, yep. the Red Wings goalie now, and uh, yeah, it's like this is kind of like one of Tyler's first kind of games up, mm-hmm. and they're saying like, "What did you think of that play by this rookie Tyler Bertuzzi's? Jimmy just kind of says like, "Yeah, hell of a play," but honestly, the whole game I'm sitting there thinking like. Who the hell is this kid with this long floppy hair flying around everywhere? Like, he looks nothing like his just uncle. The attitude is just ridiculous <laughs> on this kid, but yeah, like just his style is unreal. Like, I he love just it. Looks like a hockey player, long yeah, hair, yeah. missing teeth. Um, <laughs> like I, I mentioned, good Canadian his, kid, my kind of guy. Like he just seems like a good guy to have beers with. Like yeah. last week, he like posted this thing. He's like. He's got his dying girlfriend there, and he's thrown her into the lake off the dock. Really? And, like yeah, he's. He's uh, by far my favorite Red Wing. I think he's got a bright future. Of the he's team, a beauty. For sure. And uh, I want to give out a quick shout out to Keith Buffy here. Uh, one, <laughs> one, one thing we always say to each other, like, for example, it's like, oh, yeah, like, do you want to go out? Uh, no, I got to get up early the next day. We always say to each other, what would Bert do? What would Bert do? Like, <laughs> like T yeah. Bert? Yeah, what would Bert do? What would right Bert now? do? So he's just like, he's got that reputation. He's, he's a man. <laughs> so. Just like Buff. Yes. Buff is the man. Yeah. <laughs> Go Buff. Buff's, Buff's a good guy. I, I want to say I remember him refing a handful of my junior B games. 
Yeah. Not not very many, but he was just like a little scrawny ref back then. So and shout he, out to Buff for I'm running sure with he, the big I'm dogs. Sure he'll back be, then. Uh, he'll be tuning in. He'll be a friend of the show as well. So love that. So. Maybe I'll have to get him on for a little panel episode or yeah, something like that, or some kind of officiating thing. Yeah, he could do like a Carrie Fraser yeah. segment. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Come on, ref. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Buff. <laughs> so we should probably talk about uh, why we're drinking Moosehead here. Yeah. So why are we drinking? Why'd you bring? Uh, why'd you bring a couple Mooseheads over, Derek? Uh, this is in celebration of the Halifax Mooseheads producing uh-huh. Philip Zadina. Cheers. Cheers, of course. Philip Zadina, uh, sixth overall pick for the Wings last year. Yeah. First overall, Nico Hischer. Hischer, yeah, good guy. Good yeah. guy. I figured he'd be a fan. Uh, yeah, big fan. He's supposed to be the next Datsuk. I yeah. freaking hope so. He wears, a, he wears the same number, so yeah. it's a start. And <laughs> while we're on the Mooseheads, another shout-out Scott Bruce, his avalanche, Nathan McKinnon. One of my favorite Avalanche players of all time. I love he, McKinnon, but I hate the Avalanche, so it's just I'm so kind of torn. Conflicted. He's the kind of guy that would wear like that a McKinnon like shirt jersey to like a to like a bar. I bought him one for his birthday. I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't you guys? Don't you guys like gift each other oh, yeah, shirt jerseys or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tradition, um, so. While on the top of McKinnon, before you go on to the next moose head. <laughs> yeah. Um, McKinnon absolutely saved my fantasy hockey I, team this year. I got I him in a trade. I bought him like before he like exploded. I managed mm. to. I can't even remember who I traded. It was some somebody bullshit like uh, Alexander Steen or something like that. Okay. I'll do do respect to Steen, but yeah. like it was like a one for one swap if I remember correctly. And then McKinnon just went absolutely off. Yeah, and it's, so it's it's funny you say that good because uh, I play in a keeper league. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we actually do yeah, trades like throughout the off season. Yeah. We keep four players, and I actually just moved Tyler Sagan and a couple improved draft picks yeah. for McKinnon. Nice. So Tyler Sagan's awesome. been a pretty steady idea. He's great to me. Nice. Uh, so I love the guy, but we're both on. Nate's t- got a break. We're both on Team McKinnon. Yeah. Do you remember the Tim Hortons commercial where he's sitting with Sidney Crosby oh, and yeah. he's trading this yeah. guy for this guy? And McKinnon's like, "You just traded your best player." <laughs> <laughs> Is that a McKinnon card? It's the best commercial. Adrian hates it because I love it so much. Um, and then, of course, the last moose head that you were going to mention. Uh, Maybe there's a couple more. I don't there's, know. Well, we have to go with the hometown guy there, Nick Ehlers. Nick Ehlers, uh, yeah. He should uh, be a pretty talented guy in Winnipeg for years to come. Oh, absolutely. And he guy's like a little water bug. He's so the, fast. The one guy I just I really didn't want to mention, but he is a moose head. He, he had a good career there is uh, Jonathan Drouin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of... Uh, he went had a little spat with my boy Steve Eiserman. Yeah, that's so, right. He yeah. went straight from the the what was it the the queue to his mom's basement for a season. I think yeah, he, I think he hit out down there for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't uh, you don't mess with Steve. No, no. As we're as we're learning pretty quickly. Not a fan of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. You want to kind of move on to free agency here? Are you yeah. pretty much out of uh, Red Wings notes. Uh, no, uh, free agency. Just uh, some Red Wings stuff. Thomas Vanek. Uh, we basically just bought another draft pick if, if you know the season doesn't work out he's going to be moved <laughs> yeah exactly uh but yeah you know the guy uh he'll come in help some young guys score yeah, a few yeah. goals probably, yeah probably have a crazy highlight reel goal if, if vanek didn't have a glass grind he'd probably be he'd probably yeah. he'd probably still be a pretty good player he was a i wicked. would love to see that guy's jersey collection though <laughs> oh yeah no kidding okay quick let's try and think here so he was obviously started at buffalo yep uh, Edmonton to tried to offer sheet him. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so they Buffalo tried to, matched. Buffalo signed him, and so he's only played with like a handful of teams the last couple of years. Um, well, he ended. He he started in Vancouver last year. Got traded to Florida. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. He was oh, on no. Minnesota for a while. Didn't he play for Montreal? Montreal and the Islanders and yeah, somebody else in like the same season. Minnesota. He played like two years there. It's I a think. sweet jersey yeah. collection. And then oh, he ended sweet, last yeah. year with like Columbus, didn't he? Was he on the Blue oh, Jackets? Oh, yeah, it was Columbus. Detroit yeah, traded him to Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. He pulled a Keith Kachuk and fucking... No, it wasn't Detroit. It was Vancouver. Vancouver signed him last year as a free agent. Detroit right. had him the year before. See, exactly. The guy's a suitcase. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I just want to touch on Jonathan Bernier coming in. Should, yep. should help the model a little bit. I think he's he's pretty good. Bernier had a pretty good stint on my fantasy hockey team last year when he yeah, won yeah. 10 in a row. Thanks a lot, Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, actually, their most important free agent signing was a re-signing, uh, Mike yeah. Green. Yeah, that was a pretty big one. Yeah. Well, I, it would have been a big one like five years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's a bit of a band-aid, but yeah. Detroit's defense is thin, and without him, we'd have no chance. Even yeah, who's going to run the power play? Did yeah. they did they, did they they re-sign that, uh, the guy without the vowels? 
Ferk? Ferk, yeah. You know he, vowels in his last name. First player in that, NHL history. Yeah, he's, he's back. <laughs> he's actually funny to say he's also Moosehead. He, mm. he lined with... Uh, Cheers yeah. to Martin Ferk. He lined, I think, with McKinnon <laughs> and mm-hmm. Druin. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he was a Moosehead. He's got a wicked shot. Yeah, back to green, I think... Uh, He's an important guy there, and that yeah. will kind of lead into the current state of the team. Uh, yeah. Right now, obviously, it's not good. No. <laughs> Bit of a transition no, period. It's not. It, was, it was bound to happen. Devils um, just went through it. I know it's like, it sucks, man. Yeah, I think they got some good guys coming up, like Zadina, obviously. Yeah. Rasmussen was their first pick last year. Yeah, uh, Mantha's kind of broken out. Mantha, yeah, he had 25 goals last year, I think. You ever see his junior stats? Oh, they're mental. Like, yeah, he scored, he like averaged a goal a game. Yeah. In, the, in the queue. Yeah, he, uh, I think he kind of got a later start in the NHL. He had a couple bad injuries. Uh, yeah, that's right. Snapped his femur or something one year. And, uh, so, yeah. I'd there's probably him. quit. We got the next captain coming up, I think, Dylan Larkin. Yeah. He's going to be a really special well, player. Well, he's a, he's a Michigan boy, too, so. Yeah, that's, uh, he'll, he'll be their captain. Actually, even Zetterberg this year, they're saying he might not even play. Really? Uh, back injuries, kind of oh, on yeah. the fence, so. He's got a couple of years left on his contract, too, doesn't he? he yeah, and that, that's also part of the problem is they have a few uh, bad contracts right now. Yeah, um, they, well, they kind of extended a lot of players that they were loyal to, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Is Franzen still on the books? I believe he is, yeah. Yeah, like, holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, Nyquist is a guy, he's on his last year. I could see them doing kind of what they did with Thomas Tatar, the deadline, oh, if, yeah. if they're on a race or something. They got a good haul for Tatar. Uh, didn't they get yeah. three draft picks for him? He didn't even play in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Scratch. Like, wow, thanks for the first round pick. Yeah, that turned into Joe Valeno. Yeah, and then it's uh, great. I think we have their second next year, and then yeah. a third round pick the year after, or something like that. So. Nice. So they didn't even do that bad. Yeah. So uh, I think they're still probably got a couple another tough years ahead of them, but uh, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, the grass is looking greener. You almost just kind of like like how Jersey got lucky last year. I keep going back to the Devils, of course, but like. They didn't even finish. They weren't even. They didn't even finish last. Last in the draft lottery, and Nico Heischer just like, I mean, obviously he wasn't a game breaker last year, but he totally like just changed the whole projection of the team. Oh, it's I like mean, guy, you look at a guy like Taylor Hall. He walked up, accepted the Hart Trophy, and he yeah. said, "I believe in his speech. I wouldn't be here without 13. Without Heesh, yeah, yeah, thirteen, Heesh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, the praise for that kid. That's you, unreal. Yeah, you just kind of got to get lucky, almost. Like you don't even need to finish dead last, like. Could you imagine next year if freaking Ottawa doesn't even finish near the bottom? Like, finishes, like, six or seven oh, last or something like that? Wins the lottery, and Colorado then Colorado gets to up. pick first. Like, could you imagine how that would just, like, change everything for Colorado? Because yeah. what's what's the name of the guy? Jack Hughes next year is supposed to go number one? Yeah. And yeah. apparently he's just... His brother went this year to Vancouver. Yes, Quinn. Quinn, yeah. And apparently he's just, like, supposed to be the next game breaker. Yeah, and just the way the game is now, it's getting younger and faster. Yeah. So if you get a couple of those high picks, you can turn around real quick. Like, you'll get Toronto. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, exactly. Winnipeg, even, yeah. as an example. You, you pick high, the results can turn real fast. Yeah. Detroit yeah. needs another couple of those, and we'll be good to go. Definitely. Um, before we kind of uh, run too far over time, yeah. I mean, you pretty much touched on everything Red Wings. We did, yeah. I don't want to uh, halt that because I know there's a couple of Red Wing fans that listen to the podcast, or I like to think there is. I don't actually know. Okay. <laughs> we obviously got to dive into free agency a little bit. So any uh, any big free agents that kind of caught your eye? I mean, obviously we got. Well, we should probably just start with with uh, Tavares. Uh, before we start on that, uh, I'll just take a second here and uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll uh, resume shortly. Because it's already been a week since free agency uh, went down, all the all the good uh, good players are pretty much snatched up. There wasn't it wasn't a very deep pool pool, so we'll we'll kind of go rapid fire style here. We won't uh, we won't uh, get too far into it. So we obviously got to start off with John Tavares, like I was just saying, seven years, seventy seven million. Uh, I heard that was kind of less what the Sharks were offering, but about on par what happened with the Island. What do you kind of think about? I that? think he had his heart there. Mm-hmm. Pretty much from the Islanders right out of the playoff race. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. you're pretty much bang on. Yeah, I mean, I state of the Islanders. I I don't think I'd be signing up to stay there. They don't even have a rink, you know. Like, yeah, no, I can't blame the guy. I mean, they do have some good young players coming up. Like, yeah. uh, obviously, shout out to Barzal, the Calder yeah. winner. Um, yeah. They had two pretty good draft picks this year in Dobson and yeah, Ostrom, so but it'll be... They got to hit the reset button big years. time. Yeah, yeah, which I'm totally fine with. 
Yeah. <laughs> screw that. Yeah. Like, screw the Rangers. All those teams. No, they have no goal either. So. Yeah, exactly. It's the devil's turn to yeah. kind of turn off the standings here. Um, being a devil's homer, I can obviously relate when Zach Parise kind of, kind of took off on Lou and went to Minnesota. That sucked big time. It really like put a dent in the Devils next couple years. So I kind of really hoping for the same same thing with New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I don't want to dive too far into it. Uh, Paul Stasny ditched the Jets. Yeah, right after they made the trade, clear room for him. Yeah, they, what was it, Mason and Armia? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, going to Montreal there, and it looked like all systems go for Stasny to be back. And yeah. Pull the plug for he the team the that plug. beat them in the Why do you think he did? Final. Like, does he, just have, does he just have a better opportunity there? Like, you'd think he'd want to play with guys like Ehlers and Line. Uh, yeah, I don't know, to be honest with you. They must be, they're kind of handcuffed though, hey, with all the RFA stuff yeah, going down yeah. and then the UFAs coming up next year. Like, it could be just geographical. Yeah. Like, could, I mean, maybe he doesn't want to be in minus 40 all winter and he wants to go enjoy Vegas. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, who knows, man. I think the salaries, I mean, Vegas offered him a little more, but yeah. I thought he was a really good fit in Winnipeg and that yeah. one, that one will sting a bit for Jets fans. It must have, because of like his age, like what was he, like 32? Like he must have been looking for a term. Like I'm guessing, I'm guessing that Chevy probably only offered him a year, maybe two. Yeah. At most, right? Like yeah. I don't, I, with, with the amount of young talent that's coming up in Winnipeg, like, I don't think. Yeah. They could have really fit him in. One quick thing about him is just, you know, he was making $7 million last year. Do I think he's a $7 million player? No. Mm. Uh, he he ended up fitting really well into Winnipeg, yeah. and it worked out really well for them. But it could be a thing that we look back in two, three years and could be like, thank God Paul yeah. Stats needed yeah. to come back. Definitely, because so, he knows? breaks his ankle with a shot from Dustin Elfman <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Sorry, Stasny. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly to the Blue is not a free agent, but did you see what went the other way to Buffalo? Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I have Tag Thompson, who's yeah. a prospect. Yeah. Uh, Berglund, Sabotka, yeah, first round pick and a second round pick. Like holy shit, that's a a lot for a player who uh, yeah. was intoxicated <laughs> and crashed his truck into a Tim Hortons drive through only two no summers ago. No kidding. No shout kidding. out to O'Reilly. I mean O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the guy wins every single face off, doesn't take a penalty all year, but yeah, he you know he had some character issues at the end of the year there. I think he had some kind of quote about basically. Lost not having love. the passion. Lost his love for the game. That was in the locker room cleanup yeah. interview. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the one thing I will add is I think Berglund and Sabotka, I think they kind of have some heavier contracts. Yeah. That the Blues wanted to clear. And they've but. been with the Blues for probably close to 10 years each. Yeah. Well, Sabotka went to Russia. It's, it's one of those deals, I think, that it's good for both sides. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think with that trade, uh, considering the Blues just missed the playoffs... Yeah. But barely. It came down the last game of the season. Like, they're really gambling. Like, they're going for it. They're going for it, and then yeah. they, they lost Carter Hunt to Buffalo. So now yeah. it's like they're giving the reins back to Jake Allen. Yeah. And I don't know how many times they've done that. Yeah. So uh, good luck to St. Louis, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you at the bottom of the standings in the Central. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the real deal, James Neal. Signed by the Calgary Flames. Yeah. Five years, 28.75 mil. And I know what Cody would say. Cody would probably say something about him shooting right, being on the right wing, and now they've acquired a bunch of right-handed players, and they're in pretty good shape. I think he's. I think he's a pretty good fit in Calgary. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I know you've. I don't know if you said this earlier on the show. How or much not, I. But, uh, how much I dislike him. Yeah, you know I'm not like a huge fan of him, but. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I think uh, I can't believe Vegas just let him walk like that. Yeah, uh, I can't either. I don't think he had a great statistical season this no. year. I think he only, I think he might have less than 50 points. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, what was it, David Perron had like 66 points. Yeah. He was almost a point the, per game, and the, I'm pretty sure he's getting paid less than Neil, who only had like 40 points. Yeah, the the offense ran through, obviously, Carlson, Marsha Show, and yeah. Smith. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Flory was the heart and soul of that team. Obviously, yeah. Derek England was kind of their raw, raw yeah. captain. Yeah. I'm from Vegas. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah. I think I'll James, punch you in the face. I think James Neal was the heart and soul of that squad. Like he kind of gave them their golden misfits. Golden misfits name, yeah. Moniker. I I'm just really surprised that they don't pay him. They turn around and pay Paul. Sassy. He just like yeah yeah I yeah. I agree. He just like. Uh, like everybody's kind of, everybody raves about him. Like I listen to a lot of different podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Neil's a wicked sniper, but like, 
I've seen him knee guys in the head, hack oh, guys. Like he's he's yeah. Such like, a, like I said, not my favorite either. Yeah, but he's such a freaking dirtbag. He's like yeah. a bigger, shittier Brad Marchand, but like yeah. without the licking. You know, like <laughs> he's just oh, he makes me so mad. Like I'm I'm wearing I'm actually wearing a Calgary shirt right now, and it kind of pisses me off that James Neal plays for that team. <laughs> so yeah. that's it for James Neal. I don't want to talk about him anymore. It kind of upsets me because the Flames are kind of a closet team of mine. But uh, JVR, he goes back to Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, he, was, he was, I think he's from New Jersey, but uh, I'm going to call him a hometown kid because New Jersey is basically like in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's he, his, uh, his roots too. He got drafted there. So. Yes, yeah. He was drafted second overall behind, do you know, 2007? Patrick Kane. Nice. Yeah. Good one. And he was kind of uh, part of the truculence and pugnacity era in toronto when brian burke brought him in for yeah. i think it was luke shen yeah. yeah um the one thing i just want to say about jvr quick is mm-hmm. uh my favorite non-red wing yeah. player right now uh nate mckinnon's up there like we mentioned earlier but yeah, yeah, yeah. my favorite non-red wing my favorite guy i've had in fantasy year after year claude Giroux. really yeah oh, i love yeah. claude Giroux. uh sorry tim i know you're not a fan but uh <laughs> he actually they have this it's like a Tim's probably that. going piece of shit. You know those uh, those <laughs> NHL chirp videos? It's it's gone oh, viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, There's one of Drew, and this is after when JVR is on Toronto. Yeah. And Drew skates by him, and he goes, "Hey, JVR, you're a fucking pigeon." And he goes, <laughs> "Oh, yeah, he cheers at him." And so on, yeah. I follow Drew on all of the social media oh, and whatnot, man. and he literally just wrote like, "I'm so glad my pigeon's back." And there's like a picture of them. Is that what he said? Yeah, my yeah. pigeon. Oh and my god! Like, he posted a picture of them like oh, celebrating a goal in Philly. So that, I was really excited about that one. I that's that's great. You brought that up because that helps me segue into the next player we're going to talk about, uh, okay. Drew Doughty. Oh, so okay. Doughty signed a pretty big deal, but uh, as soon as you brought up the chirp video, so oh, Doughty yeah. kind of headlines that, and I think it was like the outdoor game against Anaheim, but he's he's beating Patrick Maroon a couple years ago, and he's like. <laughs> What league are you even? How long have you even played in this thing? He's like, buddy, you suck at hockey. <laughs> <laughs> just giving it to Maroon. Uh, I just love Doughty. He's just he's just such a prick, and he's a wicked D man. He's gonna earn probably every bit of his uh, mm-hmm. every bit of his payday. What was it like? Uh, he's averaging eleven million a year. Eleven million a year. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts, man. He's he's unreal. He's amazing. Yeah. A perennial Norris candidate. Uh, another one we got obviously got to bring up is Eric Carlson. We're not going to be the ones that break the Eric Carlson trade as it was broken last night, and then it literally broke and fell apart. So yeah. what the heck's going on with Carlson? Well, they're saying lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also heard a lot of stars rumors. They're trying to weasel their way in there. But, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It's really hard to say what what kind of thing Ottawa would get back for him. I, yeah. I feel they, they don't have that much leverage. Yeah, they, teams are going to want Carlson to sign an extension, yeah. right? And after you see what happened with with Tavares like they want to get at least something for him yeah oh obviously yeah um, I, I mean I don't ever see a situation where Eric Cross is going to stay in Ottawa this year yeah uh, it'd just be too much of a distraction from, from their yeah. standpoint but yeah he's he's going to get traded but like for what I don't know yeah and what's really going to be left in Ottawa like Matt Duchesne really just went from one shitty situation yeah, to another you got Mark Stone there it's kind of their Manitoba kid, but that's yeah. kind of their bright spot. But you know, I actually work with Mark Stone's dad. Oh yeah, yeah, he works at Standard Arrow. Yeah. Well, now everybody knows where I work. So, <laughs> so don't come bug me there, please don't. Um, that pretty much wraps up any free agents that I kind of want to talk about. Is anybody else you want to add? Yeah, I just wanted to quickly touch on Jack Johnson going to Pittsburgh. Oh. And Tortorella uh, <laughs> kind of blew up about this. So what? Yeah. So what happened there? Was it like? Uh, Pittsburgh's GM basically and Jack Johnson kind of made some comment about wanting to play for a winning culture. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I I can't remember what exactly Pittsburgh's GM said, but Tortorella got wind of it. Oh and yeah. He blew. What up. do you say? That's a crock of shit or something? Yeah. Like we helped this guy. Obviously, he had all kinds of financial issues. And yeah, that's right. Because then his parents like take him to the bank and, and steal all his money. Yeah. And, uh, it was basically we helped you out, you know. I think Torrell scratched Yeah, we did, no, yeah, we did nothing but help this guy while he was here. Yeah, but yeah. it was a, a, like, he was full of swearing. And oh, like, yeah. It was, it full was a torts. rant. God, I, I just, like, Torts is the guy that I just hate so much, but I just love him. And I'm oh, so yeah. happy he's in the NHL. Yeah. He just, like, 
He's like he's not like anybody else in the league. Like remember when remember when he went across the dressing room there when he was in Vancouver? Oh yeah. Or across the hall and he was like face to face with He's fucking, trying to get into Calgary's locker. It was Brian McGratton. Yeah. The <laughs> toughest like the next toughest guy other than Bob Probert and Derek Bugard is he's staring him in the face and like pointing at him. Yeah. I love torts. Um, two quick uh, little other teams to mention here yeah. is uh, yeah. one I wanted to mention was the Islanders. They grabbed like Leo Komarov. They traded for Matt Martin. So Leo, yeah, uh, Lou Lamorello is getting his old boys back. Yeah, and... yeah. Lou's kind of a, I mean, being the GM of Jersey for so long, he yeah, he it's... tried that a few times. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, New York's obviously needs they need some sort of culture change there. Yeah. Um, it's not like Komarov and Martin are bad guys, mm-hmm. like. Maybe they'd be better suited as coaches at this point <laughs> yeah. in their career, but they're yeah. they gives Comrade a four year deal. So yeah, mm-hmm. and then just last team to touch on now, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. I know you and I talked a little bit yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, picked up Calvin DeHaan, who's a pretty good D man. They got they obviously made that big trade that you touched on last episode. Hannafin. Uh, oh yeah, Hamilton. Um, they drafted. Uh, Sveshnikov, who yeah. his brother actually plays for Detroit there, so a bit uh, of a tie there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one thing I wanted to throw out was that uh, there's still heavy rumors that they're going to move Jeff Skinner, and I was, I was saying that Jeff Skinner actually was second in the league in takeaways behind Connor McDavid. That's nuts. And 37 goals two years back last year, I think he had 24. Something I think like he's that. a pretty good player. Yeah. I, he's in just entering his prime. Like, I don't know what they're getting at well that the gm that's come in there he's kind of uh he's i want to say he's going to look what's his name tom dundon or something like that i want to say he's kind of going a little bit against the grain and doing things like he's yeah. like a lot of owners are kind of hands off like just you know yeah. manage the team and he's gone in and he's like totally flipped it upside down and rod the bod brindamore is just kind of like okay man <laughs> yeah do what you want what are you trading skinner no uh, okay and yeah like you said bringing back the heart for whalers jays that's a, that's a good move but it's that's, that's not a bad move <laughs> Uh, it also, it wasn't a bad move bringing you on for the podcast, so I want to yeah. thank you very much for joining me. Awesome. Uh, you couldn't hear that, but that was actually a handshake. Uh, <laughs> um, I know how I sign off the show. I don't know how you, I don't know if you know how I'm I sign gonna off. I'm just going to let you do your thing. All right. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us at Tongues Out here. Uh, it was a pleasure doing this for you guys. I'm going to, maybe I won't be rolling out an episode every week, but uh, we'll definitely be keeping tabs on the summer and doing tons of predictions and all sorts of fun hockey stuff that i know you guys like and good night everybody happy friday and always remember to shoot the hockey